Blog Talk Radio. This is Marcianne, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in, uh, whether you're listening to me live right now or whether you're going to be listening in the archives. I think I'm asking a question today that perhaps is in everybody's mind. <clears throat> what can we do about ISIS? I wonder if you saw the Christmas card from a family somewhere here in the U.S. on the Internet. It sort of went viral. It shows the whole family standing in front of their Christmas tree, and each person, including the children, is holding an assault weapon, various kinds of rifles and machine guns. And the message on the card says, Peace on earth, goodwill to all men, Merry Christmas. You know, how much more do we need to see in here until we realize what is going on here in this environment of terrorism that we've lived in since 9-11? 14 years of increasing violence around the world, but alarmingly so here in the U.S. What is going on? Now with this latest violence, which is attached unequivocally with ISIS, which prompted even President Obama to have one of his rare messages from the Oval Office, We must look at this situation and make a decision, each one of us. We have to make a decision for ourselves. What are we going to do about this? Well, I'm sure your first reaction is, well, what can I do? And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today, what you can do you know it's christmas it's that time of year when the western world celebrates the birth of jesus actually that's what christmas used to mean but a friend of mine said recently you know i don't think today's kids like you know the 9-11 generation the x generation the y generation the millennials whatever they call those different generations now since the 60s Perhaps, uh, you know, particularly in this country, people really don't celebrate Christmas as Jesus' birthday anymore. Christmas is the time when the family gets together and everybody gets a gift. (laughs) Each people give each other a gift. I mean, perhaps the kids of the day don't even know why we give gifts to one another, which was probably because the three wise men came and gave gifts to Jesus on his birthday when he was born, because that was an ancient traditional way of honoring the birth of a king. Maybe Catholics would be more traditional in celebrating Christmas as the birth of Jesus. Perhaps Catholic children would know more that Christmas is Jesus' birthday. However, Jesus, uh, December 25th is not Jesus' birthday. I mean, Jesus was born when the shepherds were abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And scientific research now says that that star that's talked about appeared in August. 
and shepherds would be in the fields in August. So probably sometime in August, Jesus was born. And according to the Bible, the angels of the Lord appeared to these shepherds, and it, and, the, and it said, Fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now, the word for Savior here, in the Greek is S-O-Z-O, sozo. It's a verb. It's not a noun. It means to save, to deliver, to protect, to heal, to preserve, to be prosperous, to do well. And research will show you that all of the places where the word save or to be saved, which is, you know, what Christians believe. Jesus is the Savior who was born, who will save them from their sins. In the New Testament, this word saved, save, or to be saved, or Savior, all comes from the word sozo, which is a verb, not a noun. Salvation is an active, living verb. It's day-to-day action. Being saved, being delivered, being prospered, being healed, being protected, being made whole. And then the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. This word saved here is the same word used for Savior. It's this word sozo, which means to save, to deliver, to protect, to heal, to preserve, to do well, to be prosperous, and to be made whole. Well, apparently the sins were saved from then, our illness sickness, and poverty. I guess it isn't the government's responsibility to provide us with health care and welfare because the word salvation, sozo, means to be healthy. Sozo means protection from viruses and bacteria. Sozo means healing from all diseases. God forgives all sins. God heals all diseases. There is no yes, no, or maybe about God's so-so salvation. It is yes, be healed. Yes, be prospered. Yes, be protected. Yes, do well. You are saved. You know, the prosperity of the so-so salvation is so much prosperity, it'll fill up all your baskets and still have plenty left over. So much prosperity that is super abundant over all you can think or ask. I mean, today we have a lot of information about what prosperity is. I mean, million-dollar homes and billionaires like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and the Kardashians. We look at these people and we get a good idea about what it means to be wealthy. So, 
If you confess Jesus and you believe that God raised him from the dead, then where is your sozo salvation? If you're a Christian, are you saved? If so, you will be totally healthy, not sick at all, not taking any medications, not getting disability, not on welfare because you're abundantly wealthy, right? You live in a million-dollar home and you drive a Bentley and you have six coach purses, right? Well, let's get back to what we're discussing here. What can each one of us do about ISIS? Each person, personally, this Christmas. We can begin by celebrating the birth of Jesus, by accepting his Christmas gift of sozo salvation. Because if you're sick and you take medications, if you have an autoimmune disease, if you're on disability, you're not saved. If you're poor, if you have to live off of public assistance, if you take any kind of welfare, you're not saved. If you're in a big credit card debt or you have big car payments or if you struggle and live from paycheck to paycheck, you are not saved. You have no salvation. But you know what? This Christmas, you can change your mind about this. And instead of arming your family with assault weapons to celebrate Christmas, you can change your mind, which is actually what that word salvation means. It's a change of mind. And you can let the mind that was in Christ Jesus be in you, and you can accept this gift of so-so salvation that is available to anyone who will confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead. That's what activates your sozo salvation today. This sozo salvation is for today. It's not something you get when you die and go to heaven. To confess Jesus is also to believe that God raised him from the dead. So that means that we also now are set free from dying. There's no need to go. Be No need for heaven then, because heaven's right here, right now. This salvation starts right here, right now. The moment you confess Jesus as your source of the truth, and you believe that God raised him from the dead, and he's alive today, administering his social so-so salvation to you when you confess allegiance to him. Do you know that this is what is missing in this current jihad? The Muslims confess their allegiance to Mohammed, their prophet, every day, actually five times a day. They turn towards Mecca and confess there is one true God, and they pledge their allegiance to God and to following the teachings of his prophet Muhammad, which are written in the Koran. But are Christians daily confessing five times a day their allegiance to the one true God and his prophet Jesus? And following the teachings of of the prophet Jesus, which are written in the Bible? I mean, this is what Christians should be doing. And I can hear Christians that are listening right now saying, but I do do this. 
And you know what? Perhaps you do. But you are caught in a web of premeditated lies and deceit, starting with the Christmas story right on through to the dying and going to heaven part. Everything is a lie because the true gospel of Jesus Christ has never been preached. So, in order to be able to activate your sozo salvation, which was brought to earth through God's messenger Jesus, you will need to begin to peel away those layers of the lies you've been taught. Let's start with Jesus' birth. Jesus was born to Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph were married. Both of Mary and Joseph's bloodlines are chronicled in the Bible through David back to Abraham. And they had to be married. I mean, the Bible even calls Mary Joseph's wife. Otherwise, Mary would have had, wouldn't have been with Joseph to go to Bethlehem to be taxed. She would have been included in her father's family. So they were married. And secondly, Mary's family was very rich. Her uncle was Joseph of Arimathea, one of the wealthiest men in the whole Middle East. And he was the one who came and got Jesus' body down off the cross and provided a very expensive tomb to lay that body in. So his birth, Jesus' birth, was at a very fancy guest house on one of Uncle Joseph's rich business friends. And the rest of the story of the manger in a barn is all fabricated by the Catholic Church to go along with the idea that Mary was a virgin and was poor. But Mary wasn't a virgin, and she wasn't poor at all. She nearly was in a royal bloodline. And Mary and Joseph were married, and Joseph was Jesus' natural father. Mary was not a virgin. That word in the Greek for virgin is a word that means young woman not virgin. Jesus was a human, born of natural parents. Jesus was the word of God made flesh. The angel Gabriel told Mary she was going to have a son who would save her people from their sins. And the word save here is sozo. Jesus was to bring the truth about the sozo salvation health, wealth, and happiness. And those who would confess there is one true God and Jesus as the word of God made flesh would be able to access and activate this so-so salvation for anyone who would confess that. This still has not been done, so perhaps this is why Muhammad came, to bring some reason for people to learn about this so-so salvation. I'm not saying that Islam preaches a so-so salvation, although they do believe that God heals and God provides prosperity. Perhaps the real reason for this extreme part of Islam to be acting out at this time in our history, and especially at Christmas, is to wake us up and cause us to look at what we do believe and see if we really are a Christian. Otherwise, you know what? There's no power in Christianity at all. And we are just going to go down the tubes as this new voice of passion screams through their assault weapons and there is blood on the ground and we will all live in terrorism 
who will be the next terrorist? Well, maybe your next door neighbor, maybe your coworker, maybe some young married woman who's just had a six month old baby. How are we going to be protected? Do you want the internet to begin to be monitored and not be free but be controlled? Do you want to give up your rights to protect yourself? I mean, how far would this go? So it's going to be up to each one of us to decide what we're going to do about ISIS. And if you are a Christian, you need to wake up. And you need to grow up now. You know, when we were a child, we believed in Santa Claus. And when we grow up, grew up, we learned that our mom and dad was Santa Claus. And then we became an adult, and we became Santa Claus. Now this is what we need to do as a Christian now. When we were a baby, we believed that Jesus was going to save us and we're going to die and go to heaven. But Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life. And you must decide now for yourself that you're going to confess that you believe in the one true God and Jesus, his messenger, and you personally are going to get into that Bible of yours and find out what Jesus actually taught and begin to live your life according to what he said. Don't study anything else. Just study what Jesus said. Jesus said that the way is a way of peace. Jesus said we don't fight. Jesus said, we turn the other cheek. We walk the second mile. We pray for those that despitefully use us. Jesus said that the kingdom of God is within us. Another word for heaven is kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. The kingdom of God is powered by the word of God in the flesh of the creation. You are the word of God in the flesh, just like Jesus. All of the creation is the word of God in manifestation. And Jesus said that the truth will set us free to live the life of a fully manifested son of God whose father, God, owns everything. And as a son of God, you can do what Jesus did. Jesus said that the things he did, we can do. Jesus said of himself he could do nothing, but that everything that he did was by the power of the word of God in action. He spoke the word, and people were healed. He spoke the word, and the storm stopped. He spoke the word and walked on water. He spoke the word and multiplied food. He spoke the word and turned water into wine. He spoke the word and the dead were raised. His final act of faith was to conquer death, which is called the last enemy. And the truth is, he was resurrected and he is alive today. And the power of death has been broken The power of death is gone. But have you ever heard a preacher preach that you don't have to die? When is the truth of the resurrection ever going to be preached? Hasn't been preached yet for 2015 years. Don't you think that possibly if the truth about the resurrection was ever preached, that maybe these radical Muslims might be attracted to a way that doesn't lead to death? 
I mean, at this point, they're convinced of the passion of the word of Muhammad to strap themselves with explosive and blow themselves up for the cause. But what about not being able to die? Wouldn't that sound better? I mean, actually, when everyone finds out that there isn't any heaven anyway, then no one's going to want to die. Because <laughs> there's no way out of here except the way that Jesus showed us. Because heaven, remember, is just another name for the kingdom of God. And Jesus said that the kingdom of God is inside every man. Jews, Muslims, Catholics, Christians, Hindus. Actually, the Hindus have been saying this since the very beginning. And the way the Buddhists say it is, the Buddha sits in your seat. Hinduism has a complete lack of any unifying religious authority and also has a total absence of any written text that complete that claims to have the supreme truth. It is fair to mention that even the texts we find in Hinduism that claim some sort of divine inspiration still do not declare their view to be better than anyone else's, and they all exist together in a very respectful and tolerant fashion. The many manifestations of Hinduism contain all sorts of intellectual philosophies concerning numerous and sometimes puzzling metaphysical concerns, and also they have many rituals, mental and physical, such as yoga. Now, this is where Jewish, Muslim, Catholics, and Christians have to get to, that none declare that their view is better than anyone else's, and all of us exist together in a respectful and loving way. So... What are you going to do about ISIS? What is the declaration that you can make today for yourself? Can you begin to develop a view that enables you to participate in the affairs on this earth as a son of the one true God and operate your life according to the messenger who speaks the most truth to you? It could be Buddha. It could be Abraham or Moses. It could be Muhammad. It could be Jesus. Choose ye this day whom you will confess. And then begin to serve your fellow human beings here upon the earth in the fullness of that truth of the messenger that you trust and believe has the truth for you. And if you want to continue to be a Christian, you need to grow up now and realize that you're a son of God, just like Jesus, and begin to have your life be able to be read of men. You know, become the living epistle of the truth that Jesus taught. As you live your life in peace, completely healthy, totally rich and prosperous, and very, very happy, (laughs) and everyone will see this kind of a life and want to know how you do it. (laughs) And then you can give a good report of how you do it. And that's your part. That's all you have to do about ISIS.